and welcome to Bags and Boards. Coming up on tonight's show, I sit down with the owners of Gray Mask Games to talk about their new game, Dogs, currently on Kickstarter, plus all of their other stuff going on over at Gray Mask Games. Plus, we've got news, new releases, games on Kickstarter, and more. What have we been playing? What games have we picked up lately? Find out tonight, right here on Bags and Boards. And welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Lance McFarlane. No D. Clark here tonight, flying solo here on the show. But we've got something special for you guys here on the show tonight. Earlier this week, I got to sit down with Gary Gray and Rob Masson from Gray Mass Games to talk about their new game on Kickstarter, a game I'm really excited about called Dogs. That Kickstarter going right now as of today. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, I think there's about six days left. So uh, no matter when you're hearing this, you should be able to go over there and kick start that game. If you're interested, go check it out. Watch some reviews of the game. See if it's something that sounds like you might be interested in it. So we're going to do that. Plus, we've got all of our normal news, games on Kickstarter, release dates, things like that coming up on tonight's show. Going to be a really fun show. If you're just tuning in, Bags and Boards is a weekly board game review and discussion show here on KXTR 100.7 The Planet, covering everything in today's designer hobby board game world. There's a lot of ways to listen to the show and a lot of ways to connect with us. We're on Twitter at Bags and Boards TX. We're at Facebook.com slash Bags and Boards and at Bags and Boards TX at gmail.com. You can find all of this information at our SoundCloud page at SoundCloud.com slash Bags and Boards, plus all of our past reviews and interviews and our RSS feed addresses over there if you want to add our show manually to your podcast catcher. Over there also, you can listen to today's show, the one you're listening to right now, every Thursday after the first airing here on 100.7. The show goes up at SoundCloud, but there's other ways to listen. You can listen on 100.7. You can listen live every Wednesday at 6 o'clock Central Time or on Saturdays and Sunday at 5 o'clock Central Time by clicking Listen Live at kxtr.com. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Podcast Addict, and more. Just search Bags and Boards, hit the subscribe button, rate, review, subscribe, do all those fun things that you do for your podcast. Help us out over there. So let's get on to the show. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be going over the news and discussion topics this week. Got some fun stuff to talk about, and we will be right back after this. Bringing you all the latest rock hits. KXTR 100.7 The Planet. The Blue-Eyed Buffalo would like to welcome back TSU students to Stephenville with memory foam pillows and bamboo sheet sets to ensure a full night's rest for the busy student. The Blue-Eyed Buffalo at 150 College Street and the Blue-Eyed Buffalo 2 at 970 Lingleville Highway have been furnishing dorms, homes, and apartments for years. More information can be found by searching Blue-Eyed Buffalo on Facebook. The Blue-Eyed Buffalo, furniture, Texas style. 
All right, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Like I said, tonight we're talking to Gary and Rob from Gray Mass Games. But before we get into the news and on to the interview, I wanted to let everybody know that Bags and Boards is brought to you by Game and Movie Traders. Buy, sell, and trade both new and used video games for any console, DVDs and Blu-rays, and comic books. They also feature a selection of board and card games, including Magic the Gathering and other collectible card games. They're located at 2900 West Washington Street, Suite 60, right next door to the movie theater here in Stephenville and can be reached by calling 965-GAME. They're online at facebook.com slash game and movie traders sville. All right, guys, time to talk about the news topics this week. First, wanted to let everybody know, I'll mention it again when we talk about Kickstarter stuff, but something cool going over on the Dogs Kickstarter, kind of related to our interview today. They're doing something fun over there. They're uh, taking submissions of stories about you and your dog and posting them on their Facebook page. So if you want to see some cool stories about some of the dogs that are going to be in the game because they had the levels on the Kickstarter to get your dog's name and uh uh, city information, stuff like that, onto the dogs that are going to be in the game. Uh, go check that out over on the Facebook page for Gray Mass Games. So, Mayfair Games. Mayfair, been through a lot of stuff lately. Sold Catan to Asmodee. Um, really going strong, going hard with the Agricola. Kind of turned Agricola into a family edition of the game and a normal edition edition. Uh, and then releasing a five to six player expansion. So they kind of took Agricola and turned it into three different games, essentially. Uh, but they've got some more stuff coming out. So uh, a few of the many things that they have coming out in 2017 from designer Phil Walker Harding, the designer of a lot of great stuff, archaeology, the card game, Emotep, which I believe was nominated. I, I can't remember if it won, but it was at least nominated for the Spiel des Jahres last year. Uh, Sushi Go and Sushi Go Party and Cacao, all from Phil Walker Harding. Uh, he's coming with a game called Baron Park, where players build their own bear parks. Art by Clemens Franz. This is one of those games that just gives you that Euro game feeling. It looks like a, like, you know, it's going to fit perfectly right next to all those other great Euro games on your shelf like Agricola and things like that. Also, they've got a reprint of Iron Dragon. It's a crayon rail game, uh, sort of like, you know, Empire Builder from 1994. And this is a reprint. Tra uh, so an Empire Builder, you build tracks by drawing them with uh, crayons. And this one is set in a fantasy steampunk world. So crayon rail games here in Stephenville are really, really popular. I mean... I would say that Empire Builder is probably played, uh, aside from your collectible card games, as far as a board game goes, it's probably the most played game here in Stephenville, which sounds crazy, but they're, they're just a lot of fans of Empire Builder. And a couple of the people I know that play Crayon Rail games here in Stephenville are very excited about this reprint. Uh, another reprint coming from Mayfair this year, a reprint of Glass Road from Uwe Rosenberg, my man Uwe Rosenberg, a game for one to four players where you produce glass in the Bavarian forest in the 18th century by managing resources on a resource conversion wheel. Sounds pretty fun. I've always wanted to try Glass Road, so glad a reprint is coming of that, and hopefully we'll get to play it and talk about it here on the show. Um, this is, uh, to me, I mean, you definitely hear about it, but it's not one of those Uwe Rosenberg games like uh, your Cavernas, your Fields of Arlas, especially um, Agricola and La Havre that you hear about all the time. You know, those are those are definitely his more popular games. And this is this is one that gets a, a lot of love from the people that talk about it, but doesn't uh, get talked about quite as much. Also, Mayfair has a reprint of Atlantis from designer Leo Calovini. Um, uh, he's a designer of Cartagena, 
um, which I haven't played, but I've, that's the one game of his that I had heard a lot about. Um, so this game has players trying to get uh, their faction of people to the mainland before Atlantis sinks. So this game gets talked about a lot. So I, I'm glad a reprint's coming for the people interested. It doesn't quite seem like something up my alley, but a lot of people love this game. So check it out if you're interested when that comes out this year. Uh, also an expansion for Lords of Vegas called Underground. New cards and new ways to score points on this expansion for Lords of Vegas. I actually, um, I'll talk about it later, but I bought a game this weekend and I, I went to Waco with Waco, Texas with my wife. She was taking a test and I went to a couple different game shops and I'll, I'll uh, discuss that here in a moment. There's a really awesome some new game shop in Waco, but um, I almost bought Lords of Vegas. I was at the game shop trying to think of a game to buy, saw Lords of Vegas, knew of something that I was interested in. I ended up getting something else, but definitely Lords of Vegas is a game I want to try out. So Ryan Lockett, the owner, designer, artist, and uh, pretty much everything over at Red Raven Games, has announced Empires of the Void 2, a new standalone follow-up to his first game, Empires of the Void. Uh, Empires of the Void is a, well, this version of Empires of the Void is a 4X game, just like the first one, but this one is set hundreds of years after the first game. Sounds pretty cool. I, I sadly have not gotten to play one Ryan Lockett game. He's come out with so many games that look so great. His artwork is just absolutely out of this world and he's apparently a really great designer i just have not been fortunate enough to play one of his games but i really really want to but uh he will be kickstarting actually i believe it's on kickstarter right now we'll talk about the kickstarter here in a moment uh, matt leacock and peaceable kingdoms that's a uh at a a, a publisher the a publisher that's been focusing on uh learning through co through cooperative board games um, they are going to be partnering to release a game called Mole Rats in Space. It's a cooperative game set on a space station run by mole rats. It's for children as young as seven years old. So Cryptozoic has announced a fifth crossover pack in the DC Comics deck building game. And this one is going to focus on my absolute favorite villains in all of comic books, the Flash's Rogues. These are I love the Flash's Rogues, and if I played the DC deck building game, this would be an instant buy for me. And this one is to be used in the version of the DC Comics deck builder called Forever Evil, where you're playing as the villain. So this is going to add to that game. Okay, so uh, they're having a board game uh, festival over in France called the Festival International de Joux uh, in Cannes. So uh, this is... Uh, Eric Martin over on Board Game Geek. This is a bunch of information that he posted from having attended this this uh, board game convention. So a few uh, notes that I thought looked really interesting. There's an upcoming expansion for Splendor called Cities of Splendor that got shown off. Players have a card. Uh, this is one of the one of four mini expansions in the box that they talked about where players have a card that has a certain requirements to activate something like once you buy four or five red cards, you activate this. And once uh, it's activated and flipped, it gives you a special power. Uh, the example given was um, gold pieces count as two of a color instead of one, things like that. It just gives you special powers. Then three other mini expansions in that box as well. Batman the board game was shown off from design from the designer of Conan, which is a game we're going to be talking about here pretty soon on the show, and Monolith, the same company that did Conan. It's based on that game, on Conan, with changes to both the multiplayer and the two-player game. Okay, so there's also an upcoming Dragon Ball Z board game from a company called Yoka. Uh, so I this is different than the other Dragon Ball Z miniatures game. Um 
I can't remember the company releasing those, but they're doing Dragon Ball Z, Street Fighter, and um, one one more, I believe Mortal Kombat. They're doing a bunch of miniatures game. It's the same company that has the Buffy the Vampire Slayer game coming out. But um, I, this is different. I'm not sure. I guess one's a miniatures game and one is a board game. But yeah, I, I love Dragon Ball Z. I love the uh, new show, Dragon Ball Super. So I'm always down. I would love to try cool Dragon Ball Z board game. And these are things that like you just hope they knock it out of the park because it really it's not fun when they when these games come out and they're just not good games, especially I I watched a video of the Buffy the Vampire Slayer game and I would really love to try it because Buffy the Vampire Slayer is my favorite favorite TV show there ever was. So I would love to try it, but it just didn't look like a game that was for me. So honestly, rather than try it and be disappointed, I think I might stay away from that one. But hopefully they can, uh, both of these companies can put out some cool Dragon Ball Z stuff. So the last thing, uh, there's a new King of Tokyo and King of New York monster pack featuring King Kong coming in October. If you're a fan of King of Tokyo or King of New York. So a couple more bits of news. A digital version of Scythe is coming this year. There's a beta version coming in April or May. Really excited about that. I don't play a lot of digital games, um, and I don't really have a big need to play a digital version of Scythe, but Scythe is just such a great game that I just, any any different way that people can uh, experience it and find out about it is cool with me. Maybe it'll get more people to check out the actual board game version. But also, I any digital board games I play is on Tabletopia, and Scythe is on Tabletopia. D and I are right in the middle of a game of Scythe on Tabletopia. So I've got a way to play Scythe digitally already, so I don't really need this. But it's just good to have such an awesome game from Jamie Stegmeier in more ways out there for people to play. So last bit of news, Plaid Hat Games has announced two new deluxe expansions for Ashes called The Laws of Lions and The Song of Soaksend. So these are going to include deluxe boxes with uh, with space in it for decks and for all the components. And it's going to include a new set of dice, I believe 10 dice coming in these uh, two deluxe boxes as well. It's coming early this summer. I know for a while there are a lot of fans of Ashes locally. I'm not sure what has happened to the Ashes play around here. It might still be going strong, might not, but I definitely don't see it as much as I was there for a while. But who knows? So uh, Ashes, not sure what happened. But if you're into Ashes, there is some more content coming out this summer from Plaid Hat Games. Um, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll be running down Kickstarter games we played and picked up this week, plus new board game releases. And we will be right back. Hey, Tarleton students. This is DJ Truffle Shuffle coming through your stereo. Have you ever wanted to be a star on the radio like me? Well, guess what? You can, and it's actually very easy to get started. All you have to do is call our station at 254-968-9586 or come see us in the math building, room 138 on the TSU campus, and one of our delightful workers will get you started. We're always looking for new talent, so why not give it a shot? Who knows, it could change your life. Until then, keep it tuned to KXTR 100.7 The Planet, Stephenville's home for rock and hip hop. This year, firefighters will battle thousands of wildfires around the country in hopes of containing them but a single ember that escapes can travel more than one mile where it can ignite and destroy your home or community. 
You can't control where the ember will land, only what happens when it does. Prepare, protect, prevail. Get fire adapted. Learn simple steps you could take now to reduce wildfire damage later at fireadapted.org. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Learn more at fireadapted.org. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. You're listening to Bags and Boards, and if you're just joining us, Bags and Boards is a weekly board game review and discussion show here on KXTR 100.7, The Planet. Remember, you can tune in Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday, Wednesday at 6, Saturday, and Sunday at 5 here on 100.7, or search for us on iTunes by searching Bags and Boards. Rate, review, subscribe over there on iTunes. We're also at soundcloud.com slash bagsandboards, where you can listen to full episodes, plus all of our past reviews, interviews, and more. Twitter doc. Uh, facebook.com slash bags and boards we're on twitter at bags and boards tx plus bags and boards tx at gmail.com if you want to get at us there real quick bags and boards is brought to you by game and movie traders located at 2900 west washington street next door to the movie theater they carry a selection of board and card games including magic the gathering pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh, and more they also host groups and tournaments for all of these games plus plus Dungeons & Dragons, Warhammer, and more. For more information, they can be reached at 965GAME or at Facebook.com slash GameInMovieTradersSville. So we're going to get on to the Kickstarter talk. A lot of Kickstarter this week, probably more than we've ever talked about in one single episode. So going on over at Kickstarter right now. Dogs has six days to go. We're talking a lot about dogs this episode. Um, we're going to be interviewing, uh, sitting down here in a little bit with the, uh, not the designers of dogs, but the two guys running the company. This was, as you'll hear, the second game that they picked up, but it's being released first. It looks really strong. I saw dogs a couple of years ago. Uh, Rado reviewed it and was really disappointed on how hard it would have been to get. Really glad these guys are doing this. So six days to go as of Wednesday today. We listen to this Saturday or Sunday, you better get on it. It's going to be over pretty quick. It's really, uh, I was really surprised at the price. $29 game. It is $10 shipping, but at $39 is still a pretty good price for a board game. They've hit a lot of stretch goals too, which uh, have added some nice component stuff to the game. And it seems like they're really taking uh, suggestions and stuff to heart. They've made a few changes based on some suggestions from some backers as well. So also, on Kickstarter right now is Food Truck Champion from Daily Magic Games. It's funded right now with 13 days to go, $20 for the game or $24 for a deluxe edition. It's, it is what it is. You're buying food or buying supplies, hiring workers to work your food truck and just running a food truck. And looks like a small, simple card game. Looks pretty fun. This is the big one over on Kickstarter right now, Thunderstone Quest from AEG. Um, Thunderstone, Thunderstone is definitely a game I've wanted to play, I ju- and I've been almost compelled to spend the uh, higher price here on this Kickstarter. It's $100, and I'll tell you what it has in just a sec, but um, I, I'm not sure if this is something I'm going to do, but I have actually thought about it. So... This uh, Thunderstone Quest, it's a new version of Thunderstone, which is a deck building game from AEG and designer Mike Elliott. So it's uh, funded $280,000 of their $50,000 goal. The stretch goals that have been unlocked include uh, wooden tokens, plastic miniatures, expansion card sets for monsters, heroes, and a prologue quest. So these are the different things you can do. They've got a $50 option to get one quest that includes 400 cards. So um, I guess in this game, you're running through quests. Um, So 400 cards for one quest. I believe that's probably 
what the original games were, were, you know, one quest and then expansions probably added quest, or you can spend a hundred dollars for three quests that includes a thousand cards. So pretty big game there. If you go for the bigger, the bigger version, a hundred dollars, um, 22 days left on that one. So if it sounds interesting to you, if you like Dominion, if you've wanted to get into other deck builders, or this one just sounds cool to you, it's set in a, it's set in a fantasy world. Check it out. That's Thunderstone Quest over on Kickstarter right now. So this one's pretty interesting. Special effects studio Weta Workshop, which is, you know, the special effects studio that did Lord of the Rings and does other movies. They've teamed up with Cryptozoic Entertainment for GKR, which stands for Giant Killer Robots, uh, Heavy Hitters, a two to four player mech combat game. It's got 22 days to go, $99 for the core game. It's pretty cool miniatures in this one. And it's pretty interesting that a special effects studio getting into making board games so go check that out if that sounds interesting to you it's called gkr heavy hitters from weta workshops and cryptozoic games this one is something i was pretty interested in destination neptune it's kind of a different kind of kickstarter destination neptune second edition so this is half funded with 28 days to go destination neptune is a game that uh larry and i reviewed uh, a couple of years ago it's a game that i thought was actually pretty fun it's kind of it's definitely different over at griggling games they're definitely producing games that are that are different they have a different feel they're not your not your typical board game they've They've got a thing about having instead of instead of a hundred different cards, you've got ten copies of ten different cards in your deck. But in Destination Neptune, you're traveling uh, through the solar system, going on missions, trying to get funding, trying to get supplies, things like that. But just in a different way. Go check out some images. They've always got uh, very. Um, very original looking artwork for their games, but this was one I liked, whereas Quartermaster General of theirs wasn't really for me just because we play mostly two players, and I think that game's definitely meant for more than two. Um, Destination Neptune is one I liked, and this second edition, what it is, is really all it is is a rules upgrade for the original game. So you're not buying a game here. You can buy the you can buy a game, but if you get a game on this Kickstarter, you're just getting the original game with the new stuff with it. So it's $18 for new cards and a new rule book for the game. So it's just updated rules essentially with a few new cards. $9 for a digital version PDF of the cards in the rule book. And you can spend $39 for the original game and that'll come with the new cards and rules with it. So apparently this has a better two-player game inside the box. I thought the two-player game was pretty good, so I'd like to try what they think is even an even better two-player game. So that's Destination Neptune Second Edition on Kickstarter right now. Uh, we talked about it a few minutes ago, Empires of the Void 2. It's funded with 22 days to go, $60 for the game. That's the only backer level there is, $60 for the game. I really like that. I like uh, One thing I just don't like about Kickstarter is all of the different funding levels. It seems so hard to – I always look for the most basic one and go with that one because it's just – you just search through there and there's – so many ways to back one single game that it can get kind of daunting at times. But this one, one, one backer level, you, you either want the game for $60 or you don't. So go check that out. If that sounds interesting from Ryan Locke and Red Raven Games, the last one, one I'm really interested in, a game I played last year that I liked quite a bit was Cosmic Run from Dr. Finn's Games. Uh, now he's releasing Cosmic Run Rapid Fire, which is not a an expansion for Cosmic Run, but instead it's a standalone 
one or two player dice rolling game. It's a roll and write game. So we talked about Lagrania no Siesta a few weeks ago, very similar to that a roll and write game where you're rolling dice, you're drafting them and you are, you know, marking off different circles on a sheet trying to, I think this one has more of a race feel to it. So you're trying to be the first to do certain things. Um, this has, uh, one thing I like about it, it's got a conflict heavy version of the game and a friendly version of the game. It uses dice drafting, $15. You can get this game for $15 from Stephen Finn, uh, kind of the king of the um, of the small filler games. So I, he does small filler games right. So $15, 18 days to go as of Wednesday, if you're hearing this on Wednesday. So that's all the games on Kickstarter right now. Quite a few, some interesting stuff to choose from over on Kickstarter. Okay, so what games did we play this week? Well, we got a few games in of The Great War, which was the game uh, we were going to try to get in today, but weren't able to fit it in due to the interview. But we're hopefully going to talk about that pretty soon. Um, I'll talk about this at the end of the show, but we, we're going to be taking a small break. So I think we'll be probably be coming back with The Great War probably in about three weeks here on the show. Um, there's uh the potential that Larrett's going to be joining us on the show some more again. So I'll be really excited to have Larrett back. We'll talk about that, all that at the end of the show. But we played The Great War. Got a couple of games into The Great War with D. Awesome Commands and Colors game. If you heard my Commands and Colors Buyer's Guide episode a few weeks back, this is the newest version that's out for sure. Um, the American Revolution version coming out pretty soon. And then early next year, the medieval version from GMT Games. This one, once again, as I've talked about before with this game, the miniatures are just really tough. They're they're small. They're brittle. A lot of the guns broke off. That stuff doesn't bother me. I'm, I would honestly just rather have blocks. I'm really not worried about what the miniatures look like. But they are, they are so such small miniatures that they're a little fiddly. But it's a commands and colors game. It had some cool stuff like offboard artillery with a uh, targeting hex where you're kind of shelling a certain spot on the board and there's some shrapnel flying out that's hitting units and other hexes, which is pretty cool. It's a nice addition to the game. That's pretty much all I've gotten played this week. I've read the rules for a new game I bought, which is Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. The new one, Jack the Ripper and Weston Adventures. I think the uh, original one came out last year, but the uh, just within the last couple of weeks, uh, the Jack the Ripper and Weston Adventures version of this game came out. So what this is, right when I saw it, I knew what game I was getting this weekend. Really, I almost bought Santorini. Like I said, I almost bought Lords of Vegas, but this was the one for me. My wife and I love funky games like this. So we really loved Witness when it came out. Um, and this one gives me kind of that witness feel. So it's a mystery solving game where this one comes with 10 mysteries. Four of them are one singular story about Jack the Ripper. And then uh, the other six are standalone mysteries that uh, that you can play that are Sherlock Holmes mysteries. So uh, each mystery has its own book it, that you go through, read the stories and when it's your turn, this is a cooperative game. When it's your turn, you're the lead investigator, and you're choosing a lead to follow. So in the game, you're using the mystery book for the current mystery you're on. You're using a directory of London that has names and addresses, and it's also in the back maybe got, um, you know, like a an accountant or a bank, and then it's got all the different banks listed underneath or all the different accountants listed underneath 
um, or, you know, funeral homes, things like that. So it's just a directory of London. It doesn't have phone numbers, but it's got addresses. You're also using newspapers uh, that come with the game, which is pretty cool. And you're using a map of London uh, for the six Sherlock Holmes adventures and a uh, map of Whitechapel for the uh, four-part Jack the Ripper story. Looks like a really awesome game. I am very excited to try this one out. Um, Sherlock Holmes consulting detective. My wife right now is studying manically for her certification test to be a teacher. She's almost done here at Tarleton State University, uh, graduating in May. She's got one last big test to take, which is happening this Saturday. Final project to do happening this Saturday after that. So um, I'm, I'm definitely saving this one to play with the wife. So I imagine in about a week and a half when she's uh, completely done with all of her schoolwork and her uh, big test that we'll get this one in. I'm really excited to uh, start playing this one. So uh, new board game releases, uh, no release dates to talk about, no pre-orders up uh, since the last time, uh, since last week's show, but a couple of cool games. One I've got on the way right now, Railroad Revolution from What's Your Game. So excited to try this game. Um, just anything from What's Your Game, I'm always excited to play. They put out nice, heavy, meaty Euro games, and I love companies that put out games like that. So Railroad Revolution from What's Your Game, Santorini, the Golden Fleece expansion from Roxley Games. Apparently this fixes a problem that some people have with uh, Santorini, which is that some of the god powers that you use in the game. This is an abstract game where you're building up the city of Santorini in Greece, and some of the god powers that you have can be kind of crazy and can kind of be one-sided and overpowered, and this apparently... Uh, makes the game the there's a couple different things in this but one of them is the golden fleece which i think means you have to be next to this golden fleece piece to be able to use your god power so you can't just use them all the time so that is now out new york slice from bezier games is out this is a uh re remake sort of retheming of piece of cake which is an i split you choose game which means you um on on my turn i'm splitting up this um pizza in this case and you get to choose first and I choose last. So I'm trying to split it so that I don't make one so cheap that you instantly buy it that I want or one so expensive that everyone leaves it and that's the one I have to take. Things like that. Um, looks like a pretty interesting game. New York Slice from Bezier Games. Tack is out from Cheap Ass Games. This is the, uh, in the name of the wind trilogy, it's a, the, well, the trilogy is called the King Killer Chronicles. The first book is in the name of the wind and in that book, a game was written about. The book is by Patrick Rothfuss. And a game was written about called Tack. And all they ever said about it was a couple of sentences about the game. So Patrick Rothfuss worked with James Ernest at Cheap Ass Games to create an actual game of Tack. And it was on Kickstarter last year. And it's out now. So Tack, T A K from Cheap Ass Games. If you're into abstract games, definitely go check this one out. It's got some pretty awesome pieces. The Networks, I thought was already out, but I saw that it was released. So the Networks from Formal Fair Games can be bought. This is a big one for me Colbert and the Great Card Game from Stronghold Games. Big, big, big fan of Colbert. And uh, and I am excited to try its little brother, which looks like it might actually have uh, be more of a table hog than the uh, other one. But a card game version of Cole Baron. So excited for that one from Stronghold Games. The Amon Ray reprint from Tasty Minstrel Games and uh, Dr. Reiner Knizia. Um, Tasty Minstrel reprinting a lot of cool games. Coliseum, Amon Ray. Uh, a lot of the um, a lot of the Steffenfeld games that's coming out from Tasty Menstrual or is out actually. Flip City Wilderness, a standalone follow up to S Flip City. It can be combined with the original, but it is a standalone game. 
so excited for that one. I'm a big fan of Flip City, a cool little deck builder where uh, cards are double-sided. So at certain points in the game, you're flipping your cards to make them better, things like that. Liberty or Death, the American Insurrection from GMT. It's the new coin game about the American Revolution. And a big crop of games from Queen Games. London Markets, Escape Big Box, uh, the new edition of that. Mighty Monsters, Glux, which has gotten really great reviews. World Monuments, the big box version of Lancaster. Really, really want to check that out. Armageddon, the Wallenstein big box, which has the cool cube tower where to fight, you're dropping both of your cubes in and then whatever comes out, you compare those to see who wins a battle. Uh, Spooky Castle, Super Vampire, and the Kingdom Builder big box. Man, Queen Games are the uh, masters of the big box. They put out a lot of big box things, which a big box is uh, a a big box that includes a base game of something plus all the expansions of a game, which is always pretty cool. Uh, Lair about the Carcassonne big box or one of them quite a few years back. And it was, it was really cool too. So uh, real quick uh, member at bags and boards, TX on Twitter, really I'm trying to stress iTunes, go to iTunes, search for bags and boards, subscribe, rate us, review us if you have a chance. Um, that's new for this week. Used to you had had to have our RSS feed to add us to your podcast catcher manually. Now you can just go subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Um, we're adding it to more podcast directories as we go. So search for us uh, if you use a different one. I know Podcast Addict uses iTunes directory. So if you use that, you should be good. Stitcher should be here in the next couple days. So um Definitely uh, check us out on iTunes. Go subscribe to the podcast. So um, we're about to get to our interview with Robert Masson and Gary Gray of Gray Mass Games. I don't want to talk too much before we get to the interview, but they have a Kickstarter running right now for dogs. We're going to let them talk about that and all of the other stuff they have coming out and going on over at Gray Mass Games right after this break. One more time I go. New school. Sorry. If you give me cheating, I will never tell the sorry. Old school. Hey, you're school. Oh, playing the best in hip hop. Here on 100.7 KXTR, the planet. If you missed cruising the planet this week, you missed the hottest game show in radio history. Everybody, like audibly right now, has to say yes. That yeah. they agree to this in case someone has a heart Austin, attack. Austin, do you agree? I this? agree. It, it's, it's that hot where I can have a heart attack. And the guys give some alternatives to horse riding. Oh, that'd be sweet. Why not? Yeah. Come throw that cow next to any horse this, and see what happens. <laughs> Join the shark and DJ Truffle Shuffle every Wednesday morning from 10 to 12 on 100.7 The Planet. All right, welcome back to Bags and Boards right here on KXTR 100.7 The Planet. Bags and Boards is brought to you by game and movie traders. Buy, sell, and trade new and used video games, DVDs, Blu-rays, collectible card games, and more. Information at facebook.com slash game and movie traders Sville. I'd like to welcome right now my guests here on Bags and Boards. We're talking with Robert Masson and Gary Gray of Gray Mass Games. Gray Mass Games is in the final stretch of their Kickstarter campaign for their game, Dogs. Guys, Thank you very much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. So uh, how is everything going with the Kickstarter campaign? Let's start off talking about dogs. Just tell me kind of how things are going with the campaign right now. Uh, this is Rob. Uh, you know, Lance, we, we couldn't have asked for a better campaign. Um, we had a really strong start. 
Um, we've been very consistent in terms of uh, the support that the whole community is, has been uh, pitching in on. Um, you know, we're, we're cruising through a bunch of stretch goals. Yeah. Um, and uh, we, we've already passed our, our, our core funding goal, and we're looking to, to close in on probably thirty-five dollars or $40,000 by the end of the campaign. So we are, we are super excited about it. Um, it's a it's a great way to sort of uh, bring a game to the to the public and 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 get that initial kick in the pants in terms of support from the community. Yeah, and you guys have hit a couple of uh, great stretch goals. I mean, you know, wooden pieces for the dog token and meeples instead of you know cardboard chits, things like that. So those are those are always great, of course. I'll Gary sort of speak a little bit to to the to the planning, but you know I think the the big key for us is that we are hardcore gamers ourselves. Yeah, we know what we really like about games in our collection, and it was important for us to focus in on this being a high quality game that when you pull it out of the box, tactically it it's it just it, it's going to feel good in your hands and you're going to enjoy playing it. Yeah, and that does always. I mean, when you open a game. You know, games can be great no matter what the component quality, right? But there always is something just really nice about sitting down with a nice game, a thick box, nicer cards, nicer pieces, things like that. Um, I'll tell you, I first heard about dogs thanks to a review that Rado did of the original Brazilian version of the game. And at that time, it was uh, it was really hard to get, pretty disappointing because I was really interested in the game and very difficult to get a copy or, I guess, more expensive and probably not a lot for sale. So tell us the story of how you guys formed Gray Mass Games and how you ended up with this game in particular. Gary, you want to handle that one? Sure, absolutely. So um, Rob and I had... Um you know, we've been friends in gaming for quite a while together, and yeah. we were at Gen Con and came across a little gem of a game that we that we both loved. And um, the designer of the game had had failed Kickstarters and some other problems, and was looking to get rid of the game. And Rob and I purchased that game and started working on that. That should be our second or maybe third game out. We called Senatus. And we found an artist that we loved um, in Brazil, Diego Sanchez, and okay. he was doing the art for us. And Diego had also done the art for a game called Dogs. And I looked that up when I was researching Diego's work and found that the, I saw Rado's review that he loved the game, could not get it into the U.S. It was always sold out. And then if you could find a copy, it was well over $100 in shipping. Yeah. So Diego, because he'd done the art for the game, put us in touch with the designer. And we talked to the designer and said, hey, we would love to bring this to the rest of the world. And uh, we'd formed, we'd just formed Gray Mouse Games over the other one and said, well, let's push this one to the front because it's already a known game and it takes a lot less work to get this out because there doesn't need to be a lot of changes. Although, yeah. as it turned out, we did a lot of art changes to the game and <laughs> okay. some rules changes, making it a better two-player game. And luckily with the same artist as well. Yeah. Ab- yeah, absolutely. And we've got a third game that that we're currently in the design process. In other words, we've got pen and paper out and we've been playing it. And we're going to start the artist Diego on that as soon as he finishes up with the one he's currently working on for us. Yeah. And I got to say, uh, Diego, his, his last name is Sanchez. Is that right? 
Sanchez, yes. Okay, so I've got to say, that was a thing. You know, you scroll through, say you're on Rado's page, you're going to scroll through a lot of his reviews and just see what kind of strikes you to pay a little more attention to. And the artwork on the cover of Dogs, you know, on the thumbnail on his review was so striking that I had to click on it and his art is just absolutely gorgeous and it seems pretty cool talking to Robert the other day that you guys have formed a relationship with this guy and are going to be working with the same artist on a lot of your games so how has that been working with one artist on all your games to have kind of a distinct feel across your line you know, I was a little worried about that. Well, not, at first I wasn't because, it, you know, dogs came up and he'd already done that. But he was doing some some stuff on Senatus Force that was completely and utterly different. And I can see he did dogs originally probably about four years ago. Okay. And I can see how he's grown as an artist. And then to see the, the, the gorgeous buildings he's creating for Rome... His, his art style, he, I mean, he can do a lot of things. And then I asked him the other day for our, our next game. It's a completely different look and style. I said, hey, give me some samples of where I'm going with this one. And he's already done that. And I'm like, well, this is, you know, yet a 180-degree turn from the last piece of art. So we're going to keep pushing him and uh, find out exactly what he can do. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So you get the same the same feel for the games, but not the exact same artwork on every game. Right, right, and the styles are all completely different. Yeah, and um, and let me mention that he's hopefully coming up to Gen Con this summer. Um, okay, trying to get him to the U.S. He wants to meet more companies and do more and more game artwork because he loves doing the game artwork so much more than some of his other stuff he has to do art for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And speaking of like conventions, do you guys plan on? Uh, hitting the convention circuit with your game so that people can uh, come out and try out the games before deciding to pick them up? Yeah, so we, we, we were hoping to get into Gen Con. There's a, sort of an entrepreneurial hall um, for first-time game publishers. So we applied for that. Unfortunately, we did not make it into that one. It's very competitive. But we're okay. looking at some other conventions. Um, there's, a, there's a couple PAX conventions, East and West Coast. Yeah. That uh, potential. I think the West Coast one, we're not going to have the game in time for that. But the East Coast one might be an uh, option. Uh, BGG, obviously, in your area. Yeah, um, about an hour away from us. We would love to hit there um, and and bring the game. So we'll have copies in hand at that point. Okay, great. And, yeah, uh, I hope you guys make it to BGG Con. I was looking today, and those those tickets go on sale in just a week or so. So uh, they got to be quick yeah. about it, but. It's uh, BGG Con's always a fun one. I hope to meet you guys there. Yeah, I'm going to go to the family one this this spring. I already bought my ticket. Oh, uh, great! Yeah, but I'd love to get to the fall one. I would really like to try the BGG Con spring because it seems like a little less crowded, and it it seems like people haven't realized yet that it's pretty much the exact same convention. Like all of the media personalities aren't going to be there and things like that. But as far as you know, people selling games and being able to just play games in their library, which they're known for. I mean, all seems kind of the same. Oh, very cool. Very cool. I've, I've never been to one of the events, so I'm looking forward to uh, one in the spring and then uh, getting to the one in the fall. Yeah, it's a very fun convention. But let's uh, let's get back to the Kickstarter real quick. The Kickstarter's going great. I got to say, it's uh, when I looked at it, 
the second I saw that it was on Kickstarter, I knew I was going to back it. And I got to say, I don't back a lot of games on Kickstarter. And this was an instant one for me just because of how excited I was for the game a couple years ago when I first heard about it. But uh, the price is really great. $29 for a game. Anybody can get down with that. And it, I think uh, I think it came out to 39 after shipping, which to me is a, a great price for a board game. Yeah, we, we talked about pricing quite a bit um, and, you know, where should we fit into that. And, yeah. and we, we both of us have large collections. Both of us have, you know, $150 games that we yeah. bought because we just couldn't live without them. Yeah. That were probably good. Um, but, uh, you know, we think for a family game, the sweet spot's got to be, you know, really a $40 retail which, you know, when you look at it from the from the Kickstarter, you want to sort of give them a discount to, to encourage them to, to try uh, and be an early adopter. So, you know, we think MSRP for this ultimately will be around the $40 mark, but we thought $29 and the shipping allows you to kind of get into that same price point and get there early and be the kid on the block for having your couple of dogs for everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. And then you guys did this really cool thing, which I uh, saw it on another dog-based board game a while back, but you had $100 levels on there, and I imagine they're all gone now because there were only four left the other day for people to name the dogs in the game after their dogs, or I guess after anyone they want, but for people to be able to name the dogs in the game, which is a pretty cool way to, you know, maybe even offset that, but what a what a cool thing on a Kickstarter. I love the Kickstarters that let you be part of the game. Yeah, you know, right. so so dog, people love the dogs. I mean, I, I'm, yeah. I'm a dog owner. Yeah, yeah. Mary Stanley's dog owners. Uh, you're a dog owner. You know, yep. the, dogs become family. And we thought it would be great to, because of the theme, allow the backers who, who, who wanted to pledge a little bit more get to personalize the game and, and, and everyone be able to see it. And, and they've gone really, really well. Um, we're going to do something similar in our next game um, where you can actually, because the, the theme is Senators, you're going to get to be able to be a pledge level where you get your face turned into the face of a Roman senator. Okay. And you'll be on the board for, for posterity. Okay, so that's um, something you guys okay. can carry over into future games as well. Absolutely. Right. It's a great feature of, 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 of a program like Kickstarter where because we can get people to, to trust us and have faith in us and commit funds at the beginning of the project, you know, we can offer a customization like this where, you know, we can, uh, you know, we can customize the, the actual physical game itself yeah. to reflect those people that were willing to give us the, that level of support. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, the Kickstarter is running right now. I believe by the time this airs, there's going to be uh, about six days left. What's the date that the Kickstarter ends? Uh, March 8th is the uh, final date of the Kickstarter. March 8th. Okay, so I would say I haven't played the game clearly right now, but after watching Rado's review, it seems like something that's going to be really great for family. So definitely, if you're listening right now, go check it out. See if it looks like it's a game for you. I think the artwork is going to draw people in right off the bat. And then uh, watch some gameplay videos. Rado did an awesome job on his gameplay video of that a couple years ago. And you said he did an update as well for your new rules. Yeah, and the, and the link's on that page. And we have a couple other video reviews and playthroughs as well from the Unfiltered Gamer. And um, Gary, what was the other? Uh, cardboard Stacker. Thank you. Okay, okay. So we've got some great video of that. 
Okay, great. Uh, so let's uh, move away from dogs real quick. And if you could quickly tell us about your other game, you talked about Sinatus a little bit. Tell us about that game and when we can expect to see it on Kickstarter and kind of uh, a little bit about, you know, the theme and how it plays. All right. Um, so Sinatus is set in about 100 AD in Rome, and you are trying to take control of the six different factions of Rome as okay. well as senators. Now, unlike dogs, this game is not as family-friendly unless you're a family that likes to attack each other because in Senatus, it's just like Rome in 100 A.D. Everyone's out for blood. Okay. So you will try to garner support from the different factions, and, these, and by doing that, you will get these cards you can play that then let you attack other players and you know, move them and get them you know, in other places on the board so you have more control. And that's that's the object of the game. It's played over um, 15 rounds, and there's a scoring round um, three times during the game. And the game also has corruption, because we know Rome was very corrupt. And the more evil that you do to other people, the more corrupt you become. And corruption can be a killer. It can cost you the game if you don't manage your corruption. And in a nutshell, that's the game. Sounds fun. Yeah, it, you know, it definitely appeals to the um, high conflict um, crowd, and and there's yeah, a very yeah. distinct group yeah. within within the gaming community that loves those games where you get into a you know you six put six people into a into a phone booth with a knife, and yeah. see what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and that's the game. And and we had a chance to to play test it. Um, well, we we bought it at Gen Con. We played it at Gen Con and then decided to buy it. The following Gen Con, we we got a chance to get into a sort of a first look session where they have play testers that come in, and you know we ran two different sessions of that, and the folks that played that game absolutely loved it. And we actually did another sort of first look playthrough at, at sort of a, an indie game event a few weeks here ago here in LA. Found six people, sat them down. It was a gaming group that knew each other. And they, they immediately loved it. They were just having a blast because they got a chance. It was one of those high-conflict games where they, I do this to you, you do this to somebody else, that person comes and does something to me. Now yeah. now we all have vendettas against one another, and it just it goes from there. Very cool. So, yeah, if that sounds like something you're interested in, check that out. When will that be on Kickstarter? Uh, after the current one delivers or a little earlier? It it would be definitely after the current one delivers, and we had targeted September of this year, but um, I think we may push that back a little bit. Okay. Um, because we've also been talking with the designer of Dogs. He's released another game this year, and we may try to release that as well and do that one first. And it's it's back to the family-friendly game set in the Old West called Chappelle. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you that um, if if you were going to be picking up any more games from uh, Marcos. Uh, I had seen a game of his called Aquarium that looked pretty cool, but uh, you're you said there's a game called Chappelle, so it's like an old it, West game. Yeah, because he just released that one this year. Okay, um, and he is going to re-release Aquarium and UFO as well, I believe, coming this year. Okay, so. Um, you know, he's got a lot of stuff there, and we think he's a fantastic designer, and he does very family-friendly themes, and they're just a lot of fun. So we're going to be working with those, and, and with Senatus, it just depends on where the artwork gets and the timing that falls into. And, of course, getting the games out in front of reviewers 
ahead of time uh, is very important. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I really like that you guys have found some people, designer and artists that really work with what you're trying to do and are, are sticking with it, you know? Yeah, we, we've been very lucky between you know, working with Diego and Marcos has been amazing. And we have a group here in L.A. Um, of, of game designers with, with a lot of experience and artists um, and game players. Um, and, you know, we, we when working on Santa Test, we also are working on a brand new design called Water for Angels, um, which is about bringing water into the Los Angeles Valley. Um, and that's a completely brand new design. We're working with a, a guy who's a PhD in urban planning here, and uh, it's uh, it's actually a really really fun game, but has a, has a has an amazing historical tie to this area. Yeah, and I was uh, after yeah. you told me about that the other day. I was thinking about that. It's a really interesting theme. Yeah, yeah, and and we we are we are still building the mechanics. We we are working on adding in a new sort of urban planning piece, a, a construction thing. Okay, which we think you know it's going to really kind of spruce it up even more. So. Um, at the end of the day, we want to make fun games, um, and uh, we have a really talented team that that are um, uh, focused on getting that and have the skills to be able to sort of sort through the, well, that's kind of cool, but it's not fun, or or it's 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 too light at this point. We need to add some some organic complexity to this area to really make it challenging. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you guys are doing it. We've been talking a lot lately about there's so many more um, publishers out there that are saying we're going to bring these games that you used to have to spend a lot of money to import the games. And now they're they're bringing them, you know, the company that brought over Arkwright and the Cole Trilogy and um, other companies bringing over games that just making them easier to get for people that are really interested in playing these games that are released in other countries. Well, gaming is universal, right? I mean, it, yep. it, it is. It kind of goes back to the dawn of history, and and you know, we have found we we're a big fan of um, uh, Alban Viard, who's based out of France. Yeah, me too. And has had several titles, and um, you know, there are these amazing games out there in different countries that just have a hard time reaching the larger market. And we think there's a tremendous opportunity for a company like Grey Mass Games to find some of those gems. Uh, you know, help with the translation or the the, um, uh, the 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 tweaking they need to sort of appeal to the, an English market. Yeah. Um, and then and then run the campaign that gets them over the financing hump to to get them out there. Yeah, because like I mean, with uh, Alban Viard, I mean, like a game like Clinic, which I bought, and there's not a lot of copies out there, and it's such a great game. It's a shame that it can't get into the hands of more people. So you're right. I mean, great example. All right. Our our group probably has one tenth of the copies of Clinic and all the expansions. <laughs> yeah, I've got all three expansions too. I uh, I grab those up pretty quick because I I think there's only a couple hundred copies of that game out there. Yeah, there is. Um, so anyway, yeah, guys, have, I, at least four. So I really appreciate you guys coming on the show today. We ask all of our guests this next question: What games have you guys been playing lately? I'll tell you, we get a lot of answers of people who haven't been playing any games, but. Uh, have you guys been playing any cool games lately? Oh yeah, we're we're we we play a lot of new games. Um, I think the game that we I've been playing the most and and really are obsessed over is actually an Alban game. It's Tramway. 
Okay. Um, I'm a train game enthusiast, and this this game just gets in my head, and I have so much fun with it, even though it's so hard. But we lo- I love it. Yeah, I would love to try that one as well. I've uh, I-, I haven't gotten to play any others except for Clinic, but I would love to try them all. Oh, definitely. Yeah, if you like Clinic, you- you'll like that one a lot. And I- I've got to say that last year I found a game at um, Gen Con called Covert. Okay. Um, and off the top of my head, I can't remember who produces that, but I think it's Renegade Games, maybe, out of San Diego. Okay. It's a fantastic game as well. And I've got a lot of plays of that in recently at um, at our gaming convention here in uh, L.A. at Oricon. Okay, awesome. Any other any other newer games, any of your favorite oh, games you've been getting in lately? we got we got to tell you about The Colonist. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. We love Civ games. We love economic engine games. That's that's all that with a with a side of coleslaw and and you know <laughs> yeah. you know barbecue on the side. Like so it's is, just is that the so one good. from uh, Bezier Games? I think it's Bezier. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to look at my shelf here to see if I can find it. No, it's Mayfair. I'm sorry. It's Mayfair. Mayfair okay. Oh, the Colonist, not Colony. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The yeah. Bezier wow. did Colony. You're talking about the Colonist, and that's supposed to be a pretty long game too. I would love to try that as well. So you guys are uh, a couple of uh, Euro game. You guys like Euro games quite a bit. It seems like. Oh, definitely, definitely. Actually, uh, Gary and I met when I showed up at a gaming group four years ago with a copy of Brass, plunked it down on the table, and and kind of stood around looking. Okay, who's next? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Gary had had owned it but never played it, so uh, I taught him, and then we've been fast friends ever since. Yeah, I played Brass for the first time last year. It's a great game, but yeah, that's definitely my gaming uh, side. And I've got my co-host, who's not with us here uh, right now. He he's he loves Ameritrash games, so we kind of got that uh, dual perspective on everything, you know. <laughs> um, but anyway, well, guys, hopefully you can convert him. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, uh, we've been playing Orleans a lot lately, and that's why. Uh, been one of our oh, favorites yeah. lately so thank you guys for coming up uh coming on the show to finish up tell our listeners where they can find you online how to uh find the kickstarter page where to find you on twitter things like that yeah so uh we are gray mass games g-r-a-y-m-a-s-s games.com uh you'll find information about dogs and senators there um you'll also find links to the kickstarter there but if you go on to Kickstarter, you can look us up in the tabletop game sections, Dogs, the board games. Okay. And we are also Gray Mask Games uh, at on Twitter. So okay, great. And Facebook. Oh, and Facebook. Facebook, thank yeah. You. Okay, well, guys, thank you very much for coming on the show. We've been talking to Robert Masson and Gary Gray of Gray Mask Games about their Kickstarter campaign for the game Dogs from Designo, Marcus McCree. Thank you for coming on the show, and good luck on the last few days of the campaign, guys. Thank, thank you. Thank so- you. Bringing you all the latest rock hits, KXTR 100.7 The Planet. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. Hope everybody enjoyed that interview with Gary and Rob over at Gray Mass Games. We're going to get out of here. I wanted to let everybody know that we're going to be taking a short break here on the show. going to be about a three-week break. We'll be back after spring break here on the show. We might end up doing a show next week. 
but I, I wouldn't expect one. But if we do, it'll just be a bonus episode. But we are going to be taking a little bit of, the, of a break one way or the other. So I'm going to get out of here and we will see you guys in a few weeks. <laughs>